Yo, what's up, everybody, man? It's your boy, Caleb P. Jordan, and I'm back with another Take Notes podcast. And you talk about a title, man. I'm here to talk about hoops, man, all right, on the Take Notes podcast. A lot's been going on yesterday. You like Caleb P. Jordan, man? You ain't talking about Floyd and Logan yet. That is coming on the Caleb P. Jordan show, so make sure you stay tuned on that because your boy, that that's an important topic. That's a thing that has to be on on, on, on YouTube, you feel me? And then go on the podcast. This is Hoops. You saw about title, like I said, we're talking about Hoops, man. We're talking about Philly and Atlanta, and then we're going to talk about the Mavs and Clippers. Most important games yesterday. Let's start off with the Hawks and Philly, though, okay? I really want to sit here and talk about this, though, okay? First of all, we know that the Hawks defeated Philly 128-124. to 124. I feel like that's wrong. Let me check real, real quick. I, I really feel like that was a wrong thing. Um, I think it was like one, uh, 132 or something like that. Uh, but I, I, yeah, that, that seems like it's wrong. Let me see. I made my notes, you know what I'm saying? I woke up in crunch time. I woke up. No, it was 120-124. Your boy Caleb Jordan knew what he was writing down. But anyway, though. I want to sit here and talk about this because I don't want to be too long. You know how my podcast uh, little segments are under 10 minutes, okay? First of all, we already know that the Atlanta Hawks dominated Philly with the threes. Let's start off with that. They dominated Philly with threes. Now, I woke up yesterday and I realized I had to go to work around 2 o'clock, right? So, I'm like, hold on. There's a game on? I thought they were playing at night or something like that. No, there's a game on. I turn on the television before halftime and these dudes are spanking the 76 by 20. Trey Young had like 20-something before halftime, and this dude just come out of nowhere, drops 35. Trey Young, let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, before you listen to this. The Atlanta Hawks are the only team I feel like in the East that can defeat the Brooklyn Nets. And I told my dad this yesterday before we went to work. I said, this right here, the Atlanta Hawks are the only team in the NBA in the Eastern side that can defeat Brooklyn before they make it to the finals. Because you look at Atlanta, you beat them by threes, you defend very well, and guess what? You feed Clint Capella. That's how you can defeat Brooklyn. That's how you're going to defeat Brooklyn. And you look at Philadelphia. Now, if they go 2-0, Philly's not going to come back. If they go 3-0, Philly's not coming back. They have to split this series. Philly's going to have to split this series next time they play. Because I don't see this team coming back and trying to defeat Atlanta. Because Atlanta's deadly right now. We already know what they did to New York Knicks, okay? Let's start off. That's That was the whole... We already went to that, all right? That whole serious conversation. But guess what? You look at this situation and you look at Atlanta. You dominated Philly with the three-point line. I mean, three points. They drop, You dropped 74 on the Philadelphia 76ers before halftime. And then it's like Bogdan Bonavich, 21 points. King Capella drop a double-double, 11 points, 10 assists. Young, 35 points, 10 assists. This team right here dominate Philly. With the Ben Simmons, who said he could be the defensive player of the year. And Danny Green, who was a slow defender, great defender, but ain't going to guard Trey Young. I don't know why Doc Rivers decided to put Danny Green on Trey Young. That was some weird stuff. I don't know what's going on. But these dudes spanked Philly. I did not expect this. I did not expect this, okay? I did not think that 76ers were going to get blown out like this. Well, they didn't get blown out because they, they were coming back. They only lost by four points. But this whole game, this whole momentum was taken over by Atlanta. By Atlanta. And again, like I said, this is the only team on the East I think that could be Brooklyn. Let's go to our next one because we're not too long with them. We have the Mavs and Clippers, right? Uh, this game went 126-111. Uh, series went to Game 7, and the Mavs were up 2-0 on the series, all right? Luka, of course, 46 points. That's, that, that's no-brainer. We figured this was going to happen. But I really want to talk about this situation because I want to talk about Porzingis, right? Uh, Porzingis, man, we got to talk. First of all, a report said he has been frustrated, often feeling more like an afterthought than a co-star next to Doncic. So let me tell you something. You came in. The Dallas Mavericks picked you up. 
and you came in, and I think when they picked Doncic, you came in as a co-star of Luca. We were looking. There, guys, let me tell you something. There were people on television who came out here and said this is a, this is going to consider as a duo. This is one of the best duo. They put this in the same category as Anthony Davis, LeBron James, as CJ McCollum, Damian Lillard. They put this in the same com- conversation. Luca and Kristaps Porzingis. You got to understand. Porzingis averaged 13 points, 5 rebounds, and 1-3 per game in this playoffs. And he's getting paid more than Giannis, Bill, Drew Holiday, uh, Rando, Jamal Murray, and Jalen Brown. All these players. And you're like, Caleb P. Jordan, what does money have to do with the situation? Money means a lot in this situation with the NBA and NFL. Because guess what? If you're getting paid more than Porzingis, I mean, if you're getting paid more than Giannis, if you're getting paid more than Jalen Brown, if you're getting paid more than Jamal Murray and Julius Randle, Drew Holiday, and Bradley Bill, that means you have to be doing something that's kind of better than them or could be more effective than them. Because guess what? When you have more money, that means you're a better player and you're a more effective player. And when you're averaging 13 points and 5 rebounds and you're a 7'3 seven seven player dropping the same amount of points as Caleb P. Jordan that would be in the G League or something like that, my boy, Christopher Singers, you have to get your mind right. Because guess what? You will be thought as an afterthought if you don't get your mind right. Because you came in here as a cool star for Luka Doncic. That's what happens. Then you look at the, uh, the Clippers. Okay, Leonard, he stepped up. Paul George stepped up. They had 28. Leonard had 28. Paul George has 22. Uh, and, and it's a lot going on. I don't know what's going on with the Mavs. I really don't know. The Mavs need to get their mind right. Christopher Brzezinski get your mind right because, man, listen, you could be a great player in this league right now. You have the size. You're, you're playing more of the outside, not in the inside. But you got it. But guess what? Y'all have to step up. Y'all were up too well, man. That's all I'm going to do with the Take Notes podcast is give you guys a little recap of the NBA that happened last night or yesterday, matter of fact. All right, man, let me go finish getting ready for the show. I'll see you later, man. It's your boy, Killer P. Jordan with the Take Notes podcast. Peace.